in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was dark and formless, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, and God said, let there be light. And there was. Then God looked and saw the light and said that it was good. God saw both the darkness and the light, and he said that the light was good. God makes an entrance in the quietest way, not with a loud thunder clap, not with a huge crash, but with a light that illuminates the whole room and the whole space. And once light exists, it can't, it can't be gone. It can't be pushed out. And so in the very beginning, God's message to us and to everything was, let there be light. Let my gentle voice come peacefully and illuminate everything.
And so John helps us understand this moment when he tells the creation story, but he needs to make sure that we know Jesus was there. And so he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In Jesus, as we prepare for Advent and we're entering into this day of, of joy, this week of joy, we understand that Christ wasn't just the solver of a problem. In, in North America, we are what they call Occidental in our thinking. And it's one of the three major worldviews that, that we have. And a European is Occidental problem-solving thinking. African is relational thinking. And when you get over to Asia, it's all mysterious. And the way that we think is in one of those three ways. And we have the tendency to think that Jesus came to solve the problem of sin. And that's the way that we process it. But John challenges us to say, no, Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the one who, when we're stumbling through our darkness of whatever it is, flips on the light and then we see and we have clarity. Jesus is the one who walks us through so that we don't stumble. And so when we're walking through our job and our life, and we are just trying to climb the ladder so that we can get a bigger paycheck, Jesus says, no, you don't have to live like that. You can be a servant and find joy instead of pain. And when we're struggling to boost ourselves towards retirement so that someday we can be successful and feel safe enough to live the rest of our lives in peace, Jesus says, no, you can have peace now and you can find joy through generosity. And when we've isolated ourselves in our own anxiety and addiction, and when, when others have caused us to turn and run and not trust anyone so much so that we would rather be alone than with another human being, and when we find other things to fill up our need for connection and intimacy, Jesus says, no, I can teach you to trust. And then through relationship, you can find joy. And the Gospel writers got this, and the Epistle writers got this, and in 1 John, we read, in God there is no darkness, for God is light. And if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus purifies us from all sin. And sin was never intended for us to think about as that one thing that we just can't overcome, like we always refer to Paul saying he had a thorn in his flesh. Sin was, is not that thing. Sin is that thing that keeps us from fulfilling the needs of the world. 
And Jesus is the thing that lights our path so that we can see clearly enough to be Christ to the world. And once we step into the reality that the world needs this moment where they don't know which way to go and everything is chaotic and there is a mess and, 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 and there is stress and there is toxic relationships and there is dysfunction and there is poverty and there is abuse and there is so many things that allow us to not see God. There is a moment when we can feel the Spirit of God hovering over all of that. And that's the moment right before the Jesus follower enters the scene and says, let there be light. And this is our job as believers to step into the light as Jesus stepped into our darkness and say to people, you don't have to live like this anymore. You don't have to sit in this anymore. You don't have to stay in this anymore. You don't have to believe these things about yourself anymore. There is a better way, and God has provided that way. And that is what Christmas is about. And when we deal with the concept of Emmanuel, what it means, in my opinion, is that that light is now with us. It's not going anywhere. It doesn't get shut off anymore. And so even in the midst of your own uncertainty, and even in the midst of your own insecurity, and even in the midst of my own pain and anxiety, and even in the midst of everything that would tell us that we are not bright enough to take ourselves to a hurting world, Jesus says, Emmanuel, I am with you. I'm not going out. And you can go be wherever I've called you to put your feet. For us, this is the Edison neighborhood. For us, this is Tree of Life School. For us, this is our, our families and the people that God brings into our life. Because once we understand that we too can step into the reality that we don't have to live the ways we were living anymore, and we don't have to climb the ladders that we were climbing anymore, that instead we can bend our knees to Christ and we can allow Him to bring us joy where we're at right now, making the kingdom where we are in that moment, we can begin to share this. And so the invitation is open that no longer will the room be dark, but that every person that comes into our life or into Edison Chapel or into our sphere of influence, every person in that way gets invited into our life because the light of Christ is in our life. And I don't know if that's fully what Christmas is about. But if God starts the book with let there be light, and then Jesus says, I am the light, and then John affirms it, and then we're called to walk in it, there's something incredibly powerful and profound about us embracing the Emmanuel, who is the most luminous thing for everyone in the world. And so that's what we repent 
to. And that's what we say, Lord, let us not step back as if we're stumbling in darkness, but let us see that we can take your light everywhere we go. And so, Jesus, we thank you that you are the light and you're never going off. And I thank you for the opportunity for me to provide a brief encouragement to my friends. And I pray that you show us what it means to walk in the light.